Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Ben and Chris Talk Sports. I'm Chris. And I'm Ben. And we are here, as always, to bring you our opinions on the news notes and happenings from around the world of sports. Today is the big day. The day we have been waiting for, for months and months and months. Not MLB opening day. It's not it. It's not it? This is the day our website officially launched. Oh, wow. BCTSpod.com is active. I have uploaded the first blog. Granted, there's not a whole lot on the website right now. It is my first attempt, so please be kind when leaving your comments. But feel free to go take a look. It's mobile or regular everyday computer, laptop, whatever you have. Works with everything. So see what you think. Please leave some feedback. There's a form on the bottom of the first page. Let us know if you have any anything else you want to hear about, any questions, concerns. But head over there. Tell your friends. Spread the word. Who would have thought that opening day would be the second biggest story of the day in sports? I would say the third biggest biggest story. Third biggest? What's the second? Second is the Washington <laughs> football team's new name. Okay. Which is what? Washington football team? Yeah, that's what I asked. What's the Washington football team's new name? The Washington football team. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. But no, I, we're, I think we're, we can get we're, that. We're, yeah, we're, we're getting that later, but we're not kidding, folks. That's... <sighs> That's what they have decided for the time being, the team name will be. But we're going to get into that in a bit. We got baseball first. Opening day. I mean, I love baseball, as if you go to the blog, cheap plug, bctspod.com. But there's a good long period of time you and I both didn't think we'd get here as far as actually having baseball in 2020 goes. We'll see how long it lasts. That remains to be seen. But as of now... We're in, in game one. As we're recording this, the Yankees and the Nationals are playing the first game of the season. I, almost ironically, it went into a rain delay. So hopefully that's not foreshadowing of things to come. But we're here. We got the the, uh, the uh, San, Francisco, San Francisco Giants at the Dodgers at about 10, 15 or so later on tonight. And then everybody else tomorrow for their uh, the rest of the league's opening day. So... This is it. It's going on. It's happening. Uh, today is officially the first day that I'm wrong that baseball didn't open. I said when they do the first pitch, then I'm wrong. So officially today, I'm wrong. However, I still state there is always a possibility they will shut back down. Yeah, but it's nice to know you'll always be wrong about it not happening to begin with. So that's, you know. I mean, I said it too, but I wasn't as adamant as you were, so... That is correct. It's it's pretty exciting for me to, to, be, to be wrong about that, especially since I have to tell you how right you were about something later on. So this kind of... Yeah. This kind of balances that it's out. It's the balancing act. Listen, I, I'm willing to put out stuff and be wrong. I will admit when I'm wrong. I have no problem with that. Hey, and consistency. Right, consistency. That's what we said from the beginning. We're going to be consistent, so... But when I'm right... I might just let you know that I'm right. I'm going to clue everybody listening in on this. I have, we're recording this remotely and I have, we're through Zoom and and Ben is in a little box on the corner of my screen. And when he's right, 
his head actually inflates up so big that it can't fit inside that little box. So I have to actually go full screen on my computer. So oh, if the audio little... if the audio quality gets a little shaky, it's because I couldn't watch the levels while making sure Ben's head fit in the frame. I see. So I just I want to make, everybody needs to be in the loop, Ben. We so need to be consistent. That's a very subtle dig. I don't think it was. All that, I don't think it was all that subtle. I think it was pretty obvious. So, I don't know how much we're we're going to have to talk about opening day. I mean, realistically, what the Yankees are you know, Yankees are up four to one on the uh, on the Nationals, right? Yes. Currently, as uh, we're recording, yes. There, there is one uh, side note for opening day for the Nationals, and it, it kind of stinks actually. Uh, Juan Soto went out. Before the game started, oof. With, uh, well, he, he caught the illness. Oh, really? So yeah, he's out for a couple of weeks, probably. Oh. Get well soon. That's, That's one of the one of the exciting young players in the game. So oh yeah, you don't you don't. I mean, we don't want anybody anybody to get sick and get it. But let's you know, hopefully he's at home resting and get, gets better soon. So uh, I know there's not much there. So do you want to transition to? Uh, the, the the big news that we haven't talked about yet because yeah the big 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 news uh we got some opinions on this <laughs> yeah to say the least uh you want to go you want to yeah 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 I'll, uh, all right so mookie signed a 12 mookie years bets, mookie bets for everybody Sorry, who doesn't know familiar with boston mookie bets uh signed a 12 year 365 million dollar contract with the la dodgers that's it's a lot of cheddar right there, Chris. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I can't even pretend to be happy for him. Only because, and I'm usually happy for anyone when they get their money. Here's the deal. I'm just going to get right into my opinion because uh, <laughs> this pissed me off. Mookie shot it from the rooftops forever. He wanted $400 million at least. He wanted Mike Trout money, even though right. Mookie is super talented. The Dodgers got himself a fine baseball player. In his prime, might not might not have even seen his best yet, honestly. But he's not Mike Trout. Mike Trout is a is a once a generation talent, if not every other generation. He's a different level player than everybody else. Mookie is not that. Mookie is extraordinarily good. Being one of the best of your generation is different than being a generational talent. If you don't know the difference, it's kind of hard to explain through a podcast, but I, you know, just, I'm going to try. Like, you can just be the best of what's there. Mike Trout would be one of the tops in any generation. It's a player that could play in any time. Any era. Period. He just has that kind of skill. Mookie, it's like Jordan, you could put Jordan exa- anywhere. Exactly. LeBron, probably. I know that's going to be, people are going to either love that or hate that, but the guy, the guy can play. Wayne Gretzky, you could put yeah, anywhere. Yeah, Gretzky, exactly. I mean, you have those players who – Mike Trout's the kind of player in 50 years. People are going to look back and go, damn, there's a guy who's played for the Angels called Mike Trout. I mean, hopefully Mike Trout's still alive at that point. But you know what I mean. People are going to look back and go, he was one of the greats. Is that going to be Mookie? Remains to be seen. I don't know. But he wanted Mike Trout money. Red Sox, who – have no problem wasting money on players that anybody can see are not going to age well. We're going to pay Pablo Sandoval. We're going to pay Henley Ramirez. 
we're going to not do our due diligence on um, Chris Sale. And the first year he's there, he gets a bum shoulder, and now he's he's out this year, and who knows when he'll come back. Well, you know, Tommy John surgery. Uh, David Price, massive contract, already out of town. Actually was with Mookie in the Dodgers deal, or to the Dodgers with the Mookie deal. Yeah, I said that right. Yeah. Um, so I, I guess the Red Sox looked at somebody who was in their prime with all the ability in the world and said, nah, okay. So they ship him off for Alex Verdugo. Okay. Those minor leaguers better turn out. That's all. Those I minor say. leaguers better turn out to be studs because if you trade a Mookie for Alex Verdugo, uh, I don't even, I, I can't. There, there's no words I can say without making this uh, a mature rated podcast. Put right. it that way. And and Heim Bloom doesn't have the luxury of the fact that the deal was done before he got there. He's actually the one that did the deal. Yes. So even though he wasn't kind of the person that had the initial con- uh, contract negotiations and and has been you know, putting deals in front because Mookie's been given getting offers the past three seasons. Yeah, and they've but, been increasing in value, but he still correct. wasn't happy. He still wasn't happy. But Hein Bloom's on the hook for this. Like this could make or break Hein Bloom. Like someone like AJ Preller with the uh San Diego Padres. That guy has I don't know, he's got like nine lives because he's been in and out of rebuildings and, and crazy good teams and Hasn't produced anything yet. He still has his job, which is amazing. But I think I think in Boston it's a little a little different, where if he doesn't produce a, a good product on the field and these players that he traded for one of one of the best players in the league don't produce anything, uh, he's not he's not going to feel welcomed. That's all I gotta say. Two things with that. First of all, I'm glad I finally know how to pronounce his first name because I had no idea. It, it, it's it's a real tongue twister. Second of all, I don't blame him for this. It was already pretty clear by the time he got to Boston after Dave Dombrowski got done destroying our farm system and tearing down our, our pitching staff that Mookie probably wasn't going to be here long term. I mean, the writing was on the wall. So then Bloom comes in, gets the right. GM role, comes in. Management had to have told him, because as we've said, as much as we love the Sox, we do not like Red Sox ownership. He came in and and probably told Bloom, hey, look, we're not resigning this guy. Get what you can for him. The rest of the league knows this. They're not getting a top-level, super-high prospect for him. They tried. It wasn't happening. Teams knew what they were going to have to spend to keep this guy. They weren't going to give that up for a one-year rental, especially hindsight being 2020. That's especially good because if you paid a one-year rental for him, couldn't re-sign him and got him for 60 games <laughs> at the most, yeah, that would have been a real bad deal for a team. So I, I don't know anything. I, I should say I don't know anything about Bloom. I know enough about Bloom. I think... I can't put this on him. Doesn't mean he won't get blamed for it. But I can't put this on him because this was already pretty well established before he got came into power as a GM that, 
they weren't going to be able to re-sign Mookie. He had to get what he could for him. And that didn't appear, as of now, to be a whole hell of a lot. I am not crazy about Alex Verdugo. Uh, I don't... I don't know. Something about the guy disrupting the wrong way. There's a lot. Uh, there's, there's a lot there's a there. Lot, just... And some stuff we're not going to get into. You can do your own research on it. Because it's not really... If you got kids in the car, you don't want them hearing about it. Right. So I'll, I'll let everybody else go. Google Alex Verdugo. And you'll, you'll find out what we're talking about. So we're not, as fans of the team, excited about that. Like you said, hopefully the minor leaguers pan out. They end up being studs. Then, hey, it was still a bad trade at the time, but it is what it is. Can, but, I, can I push back yeah. just a, a little bit? Sure. Because um, I was looking up while you were talking, I was looking up when he was hired. He was hired in October of last year. Okay. Reports are, and this the reports are from, uh, I'll give credit to Lou Marloni of WEI. Um, he, he's got good connections with the Red Sox. In January, he reported that there was a 10-year, ten, $300 million offer on the table to Mookie Betts, which would mean that Bloom was in charge. And at, But as we have stated, over the past few seasons, he's been getting contract offers, so obviously those would have come from Dave Dombrowski. Right. I say all that because let's put context to what Mookie got to what he countered the, the Red Sox in January. January, and I understand January was a different, we were in a different world in January. He countered with a 12-year, $420 million contract. Yeah. I mean, that was never it's gonna a happen. lot less. That was never going to happen. And Bryce Harper thought he was getting half a billion. Bryce Harper thought he was getting Patrick Mahomes' contract. Yeah, I don't know where... Looking at everything, look at the landscape now. You know they're gonna they're, they're gonna spin it a little bit. I, Bryce Harper definitely spun it a little bit. Trout is a different animal. I I I feel like he would take no matter where he was, he would have taken a discount to be there, comfortable in the same place forever and ever and ever. Uh, the rest of them, all the rest of them, are just, I think. They're going to sign a deal and they're going to spin that narrative to this is what I wanted. This is what I got. I'm enjoying being here. It's like for Mookie, he's been there for two seconds. For Manny Machado, he got a deal where after a few seasons, he can opt out still young. And for Harper, he just got these. He had to take what he could get because when did he sign? He signed in. He signed late. I think spring January, training was February already, last yeah. year. I think spring it training was, was just about to start. So you could spin the narrative the way you want to. That's fine. Uh, but outside of Trout, I think the rest, all of them, I don't mean all of them, have just – they thought they were going to get the world and they got knocked down a couple pegs. And I think, you, I, think I agree with you, your assessment. They thought they were going to get Mahomes' money. They thought they were – as a transformative player as as Patrick Mahomes in. But here's the problem. Then you're you're playing the wrong sport. Exactly. That's your issue. And I get these are guaranteed contracts, which is part of it. But you're playing the wrong sport. Yeah, I was gonna say that actually. I think if anything they're playing the right sport because like we said, Mahomes, and we're not gonna rehash this 
you know, to death. We already have the last two episodes. Mahomes' contract, he's not seeing all 10 years of that. No. Like, three or four, and then they'll restructure. He'll, st- he'll still be in Kansas City, but he's he's not going to just see that. It's going to be restructured, and they're going to make it more team-friendly throughout the years. Whereas baseball contracts, unless you violate something in that contract that was predetermined before you signed, it doesn't matter. You sign that contract. And then you go out and you tear your ACL from a non-pre-existing condition, and you can never play again. That, oh, you still get all that money. So that happens in the NFL. There's all sorts of outs. So that's why a guy like Mahomes went for the contract he went for. But would you agree? You're seeing we're seeing a trend in the contracts in the NFL start. It, it started with Kirk Cousins, and isn't. Um, which one is it? It's either Thomas or Julio Jones. Didn't they get a fully guaranteed? Julio Jones. Yep. Julio, three for, to three see for tre- 66, I believe. Right. So we're starting to see that trend. Yes. Where these fully guaranteed contracts are coming. Now, I understand it's a small percentage. But if we think five years, let's, let's call it before Kirk Cousins started his franchise tag uh, carousel, there was really no fully guaranteed contracts in the NFL and he started it. And now Julio Jones is another piece in that puzzle. I can see that trend start building, building, building to where you get to the point where the NFL just concedes, okay, we're going to give you guaranteed contracts. We want this. And it might get to the point where the players agree to it. And now I'll get back to my base point. Bryce Harper, Manny Machado, Mookie Betts, you're playing the wrong sport. Well, I wish I could be wrong to the tune of 300 plus million dollars. So <laughs> it's true. Uh, I know what you meant, but I'd, I'd, I'd love to be that wrong. Um, I do have a comment about from Mookie Betts? What's that? Because we are we are Red Sox fans. Um, we do have our issues with ownership, but as far as the players on the field, we we appreciate them. There was a lot of pushback. Uh, from Mookie Betts because then you know what the narratives was in Boston about Mookie Betts not signing an extension, right? He didn't want to be here. Right. Supposedly. Supposedly. Last July, this as in last year, uh, he was, you know, it was brought up to him on uh, a MassLive.com uh, interview. He says it's completely wrong, the narrative that he hate, he doesn't like it in Boston. I, I've loved it here. This is a quote, direct quote, I'm not spinning out of context or anything. I've loved it here. I love the front office, my teammates, coaches, everybody. It's been nothing but amazing here. Just because you go to free agency doesn't mean you don't want to be somewhere. It's just part of the business, end quote. Chris, let me ask you a question. Will Mookie Betts be going to free agency anytime in the near future? Nope. Nope, not, not <laughs> unless something's restructured or there's opt-outs in there now for at least the next 13 seasons. To which at that point he will be, is he 25 now? Be 38 or so? So he'll definitely be on the tail end. But, okay, so he turns down three. Or, uh, 10 for 300 from Boston, 30 million a year annual value. Plus, God only knows, God only knows what else he had for other endorsements in this area. He was huge 
people once Ortiz left and retired, he was the face of that team. He wins the MVP. People loved Mookie. Uh, you know, <laughs> he signs with this team with the Dodgers, a team that is notorious for spending money and then not getting the job done in the playoffs when it matters. For turned down, 10 for 300. Signed, 12 for 365. $400,000 more a year over 12 years. Okay. Right. So, you're going to tell me. Look, Buki was not getting $420 million. He knew no. that. COVID-19 or not, he was not getting 420 next year. He knew that. The Dodgers knew that. This contract was negotiated like, like we're not even experiencing a pandemic right now. Because if the Dodgers were going to do that, if they weren't going to throw the book at him anyways, the checkbook that is, and say, just fill it out and give us whatever you want, they would have waited until he was a free agent and offered him like, I don't know, 12 for 2, 12 for 250. Still insane money, but not 365. They didn't. They knew they were going to give him, they were going to give him that whole bag. They knew it. And so it's it's not even like you can say, well, the Red Sox still wouldn't have got Mookie because they wouldn't have given him the 365 or he would have gotten 400 if it wasn't for the pandemic and it wasn't for fans not in the stands. No, no. All that TV rights money they got coming in, all the money the Dodgers have, they were going to give him whatever he wanted to stay. That's what they negotiated. They acted like it wasn't even a thing. Mookie left Boston because he either wanted a, a contract so high that they were never going to pay it, and if they did, he'd be fine with it. Or he knew they'd just trade him. He didn't want to be here. I'm not a fan of management. We've already said that several times this show. But Mookie also didn't want to be here. So you know what, Mookie? Bye. That's fine. Go have fun losing in the NLCS for the next decade and a half. If they make it. There's one thing Boston can do. Rebuild the farm system. This team isn't going to struggle forever. I think they're going to do better this year than a lot of people think they are. Even without him. We still got Rafael Devers. We still got Xander Bogarts. Andrew Benintendi can be half the player everybody thinks he is. Or, I don't I don't mean that. That sounds disparaging. Half the player he's projected to be. Right. J.D. Drew can still hit like a son of a gun. Like, this team has offense. The bullpen's going to be better. Starting pitching could be shaky. But offense, especially... And only a 60-game season goes on a hot streak. This team's in a good position. Remains to be seen. Who knows? I believe it'll happen. I'm also a fan, so I'm a little biased there. But Mookie clearly just didn't want to be here. It's it's clear now. I'm sorry, Chris. I'm going to sidetrack you for a second. Did you you say J.D. Drew? (laughs) J.D. Martinez. I did say J.D. Drew. I mean, I don't want to call you out, but... No, that's just... Funny. No. It's funny, too, because like, when the Red Sox signed J.D. Drew for five years and 75, I was like, oh, that's a crazy contract for him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it would have been interesting if the Red Sox didn't extend 
uh, Nathan Navaldi, would their offer, that initial offer, have been higher because they wouldn't have been paying Nathan Navaldi crazy money? I wonder what the sticking point was. Is it the 12 years or is it was it the 420? Where was the sticking point? I, we won't know. We'll never find out what the sticking point was for Mookie Betts and the Red Sox. They got their their the whole point of getting that 10 and 300 out was to get their narrative out there that he wanted or they wanted to give him 10 and 300 and he wanted 12 and 420. I'm try, I'm trying to I'm trying to balance it out so I'm not crapping all over Mookie Betts. I, I would like to see what if if he ever had another counteroffer that came down a little bit at all. If he didn't, he didn't. Uh, but it, it, if if he didn't, then it would show here with the twelve and three sixty five. That's a big deal from four twenty. I, I think. Yeah. And another side note, which is, and I told you this before we started, and it's crazy. The signing bonuses in baseball are not really renowned because, as you pointed out, they're they're fully guaranteed contracts. Mookie Betts got a $65 million signing bonus. Which is crazy. I mean, just ridiculous. For, for baseball, a signing bonus, that's unheard of. To put it in context, folks. Mike Trout, Manny Machado, and Bryce Harper combined when they signed their deals was $60 million. So each of them was $20 million signing bonus that the collectively three of them were beat by Mookie Betts's. So I wonder, and I don't understand why it would be a big deal. I wonder if that was a little bit of a factor that he got a, a bigger signing bonus than the three players who signed last year to large extensions, even though one of them signed a longer, uh, bigger contract. And what was Harp Harper's was 13 years. Was it? I have them right in front of me. Harper's was 13 for three thirty, And Machado was like 10 for Machado was 10, 10 for three. Yeah. But as we pointed out, he will be, there's a like 28 or 29 years old. He'll be a free agent and he'll just opt out and get a crazy, another crazy deal. And then, you know, Mike Trout got his uh, 400 plus million dollar contract. So 12 years for 426.5. It was never going to get that. Like, Mookie, was the, Mookie was never going to get close to that. He was never going to get that. It's like the difference between Mike Trout and Mookie Betts is Mike Trout has been top two in MVP voting since he's been on the scene pretty much. I think the first season he wasn't. But after that, he's been top two. Mookie hasn't. He's got an MVP. He's got a second-place finish, I think, or a second- or third-place finish. Other than that, he doesn't. he's not there. Fun fact. True. Of the top 25 contracts ever signed in American sports history, how many do you believe are baseball? Well, you're asking me the question. It's probably at least half, so five. Of the top 25, only five of the top 25 baseball? Oh, oh, sorry. I'm thinking, for some reason, I'm thinking top 10. Because uh, we're used to doing top 10s. Uh, so top 25. 
14. 21. 21 of the top 25 contracts. And trust me, I looked at that I looked at about a list of 100 of them and you had to go down to probably mid mid to high 30s before you started getting a fair mix. At the very top, the guy who just signed, Patrick Mahomes, 503 million. Right below him, another one we just mentioned, Mike Trout, 426.5. Third place is a tie between as of yesterday, Buki Betts and uh, boxer Canelo Alvarez. I might say, how's a boxer have a contract? Well, apparently it's with a DAZN. I think that's a sports network or a sports yeah, a app. Sport kind of like, yeah. Apparently he has an exclusive deal with them, and they pay him. <laughs> that is a five-year deal for 365, so he's getting 73 mil a year. So old Canelo ain't, ain't, ain't starving anytime soon. Nope. Then you go, and you got Bryce at five, Stanton, Garrett Cole, Machado, one of A-Rod's three deals in the top 15. So, I mean, Mookie, Mookie's still got an elite-level contract. Uh, and, I mean, look, not knocking the talent, not knocking them personally. Like, as I've said, sports money is funny money. It's a whole different playing field than most people can even rationalize with because it's TV contract money and it's, it's merchandise money off of your name, which is why they're paid so highly. If you make $200 million a year in, in sales of memorabilia off my name, guess what? You're not paying me hundred grand a year. No. You're making that seven figures. And nobody makes $200 million on jersey sales. That was a way exaggeration. But you get what I mean. If you're making millions and millions, you're not paying me pennies on a dollar. So get your money. Good for you. No problem. I just wish the guy who sat there and said the last three off-seasons – that he wanted to be here. He loved being here. He just wanted to explore free agency. And then he gets traded somewhere. They offer him about half a million dollars a year more over 12 years. And he's like, where's the pen? Okay. You essentially got that offer in Boston. Just say you don't want to be here, dude. We don't blame you. We, management sucks. Or ownership sucks. We get it. Just say that. That's fine. Well, he didn't say that. Though. He said he, he loved ownership. Yeah. He loved the organization. He loved the... He loved everybody. So, I mean, he didn't say he loved the fans, but he did say he loved everybody or liked everybody. But, I mean, who knows what the real reason? You'll never find out the real reason. You just never will. So, good luck to him. Good luck to him. And if that's how he felt, then, you know. It is what it is. Good for you, Mookie. Good, it's good. like when yeah. it's like when Tom left. It's like you know what? <laughs> yeah, you want to go somewhere else and finish your career? Go ahead. Congratulations. Yeah, Tom, yeah. yeah, exactly. Just just say you want to do it without Belichick. Stop stop BSing us. We know the reason. Right. It's fine. It's fine. It's Mookie right. Betts Whatever. has a a new home for ten years. Yep. So, good luck there. I mean, playing no fans in the stands there really isn't a thing because they leave after the fourth inning anyways. So. But, Chris. <clears throat> yeah, speaking of uh, uh, places yeah. to play, well, I, I, <laughs> where the Blue Jays gonna, playing? I was going to say, uh, funny thing happened. Because we talked about this, didn't we? This is the part before when I said you were wrong about baseball not starting. Right. That we had to say you were correct. Right. Folks, we know what we're talking about. Ben, ben, not... ben, ben nailed this one. I'll, I'll do the crowing for you. 
Thank you. Like he said, this is a bad idea. We both said how ridiculous it was. Two days before you're kicking off a season because of a global pandemic, you don't have a place for a team to play for it because the country they're playing in will not allow them. Okay, so that's a problem if it's a month away. Never mind two days away. So the very the following day, Pirates, no problem. You know what? You can play at PNC Park. So even though, like Ben said, it's a problem because now you the whole reason for keeping the East playing East, Central playing Central, West playing West was to reduce travel and potential cross-contamination across the country. Correct. Okay. So now you're going to have an East team playing in the Central half their games. So that kind of puts uh, a damper on that. Well, apparently the... I believe it was the Pennsylvania Department of uh, Health Department came out and said, uh, sorry, Toronto, you cannot play in Pittsburgh. Wow. So oh. they, 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 they nixed that pretty quick. This is the day before. This is yesterday. This is the day before. And as of right now, as of this recording, a Major League Baseball franchise on opening day does not have a place to play half of their games. Good job, so, Rob. Good job. Let me ask you, I'm not going to dig into my conspiracy theory. I've discussed that with you and you. you gave, it, gave, it gave you a good chuckle uh, when I, when I, my conspiracy theory. Um, I forgot what that was. You give me a lot of them, actually. So The, the specific one about um, who listens to the podcast. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how the information is, is seemingly getting to certain networks and, and just... We're not seeing the. Uh... Hey, look! All I'm saying is, if you're out there, you know, you want to take our stuff, that's fine. Just, just give us credit. Help us with some download numbers. That's all we're asking. That's, 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 that's it. it. Maybe we can get our downloads so, up, get a little advertisement in here, make a few bucks yeah. off this. That I mean, not crazy money, just a little bit on side. Yeah, we're we're not looking for Mookie money. I mean, come on. Although it would be nice. I wouldn't turn it down, but we're not looking for it. You know. So there are two, there are two uh, states that are discussing the possibility of the Toronto Blue Jays playing there. Confusion and denial? No, no, no. Okay. Although, very, very, very good, Chris. Thank you. Um, Maryland is uh, is discussing the possibility. Okay. And uh, Connecticut. Again, I'm going to check the box that Ben was right. Connecticut is offering a double-A stadium. Yeah. It is a double-A team minor league affiliate to play. Absolutely makes sense. They're not playing. So no one's using it. And it's in the region you're supposed to be playing in. I don't Do know. It. And it's actually Wait. pretty it's actually pretty convenient spot too. You know, I did offer like Maine or New Hampshire. I didn't I didn't I, you know I didn't do the research beforehand to see where else there was. Connecticut's kind of right there. So it kind of makes sense. Travel. Uh, it just it just makes sense. I mean, Maryland makes sense, too. It's kind of like in the hub right there. So it's it's not out of the realm of possibility. But both places make sense. They make a heck of a lot more sense than Pittsburgh. It's like in uh, Yankees, Red Sox, Blue Jays. All of them are very close area or proximity or, of one another. Orioles. Orioles. Baltimore's not. 
I mean, Baltimore is a nice drive away, but it's not, you know, a half hour plane ride, maybe, if that. They're going to play the Mets, the Phillies. Yeah. I mean, it's They're all play right. The Nationals. In a very centralized Literally, area. The two teams that are kind of out of the spectrum a little bit are the Braves and the Marlins. That's it. Oh, the Rays. Oh, sorry. I forget about the Rays sometimes. <laughs> I think a lot of people do. I've seen their stadium. Their fans do a lot as well. Uh, I don't know. I just, I, I've, I think I've, I've kind of described my opinion of this whole situation last episode, where just, it's just a shit show at best. Borderline moronic at best. That you just can't, you can't have a conversation back in, like you can have that conversation back in March, even though you're. You and the uh, MLPA are, are slinging mud at each other. You could pick up the phone and call Canada, whatever it be, the health department, <laughs> just, uh, whoever in Canada, say, hey, um, ben, ben, if, we, just, if we get this going. Call Canada. Ask them if they got a, if anybody sent them a message. Just call listen, Canada. It worked in South Park. It can work in real life. We're doing this again. Why not? Now we're doing international... Uh, travel restriction. Kyle and Stan called Canada directly. They talked to the premier of the country directly. They just had to pick up the phone and call. It was it was crazy. Okay, it's a prime minister the, first of all. It's not a premier. Oh my bad. It's the same thing in my opinion. But the the point the the base point is they could have picked up the phone and called somebody and say. If we get if we get the MLB season going, are the Toronto Blue Jays going to be able to play in their stadium? Our team's going to be able to travel in and out of the stadium, and they probably could have, would have gotten at minimum a soft no. But I would have thought they would have got a flat no, <laughs> and then that way, MLB can well, say, okay, Toronto, uh, Toronto Blue Jays, you need to start discussing with different states on possibilities, different teams sharing whatever you have to do to figure out before we start even having the discussion of playing. They but couldn't it, do that because they were too busy arguing about money. I know. They couldn't do anything. Remember? Like, remember when they said that they had, I think it was when Manfred finally, finally did what he should have done three months earlier. Right. And set, this is how many games we're playing. Let's figure it out from here. Could have done this back in in April, but you know, you know, good old Rob. So, okay, you should have done it then. They couldn't figure out from that point to about a month ago when they finally decided they were going to be playing how much money they were all going to make. They weren't discussing anything else in that time period, right? And that then somehow, somehow, once they had a 60 game mandate from the commissioner, in a day and a half, they figured out all the health and safety protocols and everything else. You really think that happened? No. 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 All they said was, we're going to make this happen. Let's put out a press release saying it's happening, and we're going to hash out the details. I know this is true because I'm an insider. No, 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 no. Not at all. Not even close. Because today, they voted on the playoff structure. This league can't do anything until it's breathing down their neck. Did they figure that out before starting uh – First pitch. 
I believe it was before the first pitch. So that's at least well, progress. I mean, I mean, at least they got it done before the season but, officially started. Heaven forbid the MLB install a rule after the first pitch because that's unheard of in Major League Baseball. Here's the problem. It's not that they work something out. It's not like, oh, well, we're going to we're gonna do this and then we're going to figure it out for, for next year. We're going to whatever. What if they get here, they're playing now, and they can't figure it out. They can't work it out. They can't hash it out because, you know, it took them three months to work out money. And it took, you know, a day and a half to work out health and safety protocols, so we know where their priorities are. Right. So I kind of chuckle when I see certain players threaten to opt out. It's like, <laughs> okay. But I, I, what what if they couldn't make it work? Then you play 60 games, you play 20 games, you play 30 games, and we go, well, you know what? We may as well just pack it up because we can't figure out a playoff structure. Well, wait a minute. You said everything was already hashed out and dealt with. Right. I don't even know you're – now you – we're going to have a 16-game playoff for a league that was worried that it was going to be too much travel, there would be cross-contamination, now have agreed to go from 10 playoff teams. Because to the best of my knowledge, we're still going to do the, the normal right. uh, the normal playoff structure. Supposed to be yeah, the, the three-division winners, the two wild cards, the play-in game. Right. Okay. We're so worried about the health and safety. That was the big, apparently the big sticking point. Which it was really money. It was really money. And now we're going to go from 10 teams to 16 teams in the playoffs. So we're going to add six franchises traveling around an extra period of time. That's how worried we were about health. Because it's, okay. about, it's about money. It's about money, and I guarantee you. It's more money. There's a lot of money on the line if there's more games played and more playoff teams. Well, well let's be honest, though. They're, 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 trying to, they're trying to soften the blow. Of how much money they're losing. So, yes, it is about money. No, they're not really gaining more. They're just trying to lessen how much they're going in the red this season. And that's I fine. I don't care, though. That's fine. That's not the point. Right. They're, they're, they, they continue to talk about safety, safety, safety. But your point is correct. You're adding six teams to extend their six teams' season. It's just more risk. Right. Which again, not my problem because because if they do the testing and protocols the way they said they're going to be doing them, everything's going to be fine. For, 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 as far as from baseball goes, yeah. The problem is if they don't and they slack on it, then that could be an issue. They do the testing, and if anybody has any symptoms, they don't let them play. Everything's going to be okay. Those weren't my concerns. Those were apparently player and league concerns. But when you put more dollars in front of them, all of a sudden. It's exactly what we knew it was from the beginning. It's all about more money. Which, again, is fine. Just, this isn't 20 years ago where internet was not prevalent. This is, like, this is 2020. We Everybody finds out everything. So, why? It's, it's, it's nonsense. I mean, I'll just relate real quick to NFL. They're obviously they're still working on getting everything, all the boxes checked. We know one of the big sticking points, as usual, is money. But they're 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 doing it a little different. They're they're checking other boxes at the same time. So yeah, they're not getting hung up on it, right? Right. I mean, they're still working on it, obviously, because 
The players don't want to lose their money, and, but the owners don't want to take a bath. We understand that concept, but there's two things are at play with the NFL that, that, that happen in, with the MLB that's not really happening with the NFL. They're making progress on other facets. And two, and I think this is a bigger thing, I don't see any mudslinging between Goodell and DeMar Smith. And I'm not a Goodell fan. I'm not one of his yes men to be kind of appropriate for our podcast. Uh, But I mean, at least you're getting stuff done while still having that elephant in the room. I think it's a positive, but that doesn't, you know, they're a month, they're a month (laughs) plus away. Well, Speaking of elephants in the room, you want to get into, we teased a little earlier, the Washington football team. And when I say Washington football team, once again, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I'm I'm not just leaving out the former name that is deemed offensive by everybody. I shouldn't say it like that. I, I do agree with that one, like I've said. But their former name was very derogatory. Um, apparently, Daniel Snyder and the Brain Trust in Washington have decided that the 2020 name of their football team will be Washington Football Team. So there's that. Where do you go from there? I don't even have a joke for that, man. Like, that's just, that's not even a punchline. That's that's so, just, that's, <laughs> okay, that's the best you can do? So there's two places I'd like to go with that. Um, one, this is Daniel Snyder giving the big middle finger to everybody. I think that's part of it. The other part of it is, and I think this one's less likely because Daniel Snyder's Daniel Snyder, um, that they're trying to figure out the best name to go with in the future for the future. Um, and they don't want to have any controversies, any, any debates. They just want to have the best name. So who knows? They'll do BAM polls. They'll do regular polls, um, test groups, focus groups, you know, just to try to figure out the best name. Do I really think that's honestly true? No, I think it's Daniel Snyder giving the middle finger to everybody saying a bunch oh, totally, of, totally, totally bunch of media. People would just call them the Washington football team. Uh, individuals who call them the Washington Bowl team. So Daniel Slater's like, well, if that's what you're going to call us, here you go. For one season, that's our name. And it'll be a big W on their helmet for Washington. They'll figure something <laughs> out because Daniel Snyder is going to want money. Now, he's going to make money this year because he's going to print a he's bunch of print, shirts. Exactly. People are going to buy this, ironically, and make him a ton of money. Now, if I was a Washington fan... I would not buy a jersey. No, at all. No, because no. it's probably going to be. It's basically probably just going to be remove redskin and just be a big W for Washington. That's it. That's probably what it's going to be. It's be the same color. Whereas you can just wait for next year when he wants to make his millions and millions of dollars, and he's going to put out a name, whatever name it'll be, and that's what he's going to do. Hey, you uh, you familiar with Lewis Black, the comedian? Yes. I saw something today. He apparently he was commenting on it, and he goes, "I'm really glad that Washington removed the offensive name that they, they formerly went by." He goes, "However, I find their new name just as offensive because if you've watched them, you realize they haven't played football in years." So I thought that was pretty clever. So pretty I, I, yeah, I've always had a good laugh out of Lewis Black. He's it's good stuff. Uh, it, it's just. 
It, that's that's the only place I can go with it is that he is giving them all a middle finger. Uh, that's all it is. I've heard Max. I didn't look at the clip from Max Kellerman, but uh, it was there was a the headline was that he like I thought it was dumb or stupid or or I, I'm I'm taking him out of context. I know he he doesn't like the name. Nobody does. That's the point. That's why Snyder's doing but that's, it. That's why he's doing. That's why he's doing. It. He's doing it. it because okay, you want me to remove the name? Okay, I removed the name, and I'm just putting football team because that's what you've been calling it for. Some of you have been calling it that for years. But he'll get a name because he's going to want it to make money. But he's going to try to maximize his dollars by getting the best name he possibly can. It's still him being. Yeah, he's still. It's still him giving the middle finger. It's what it is. You know what he's gonna do? He's gonna. Exactly. He, and I don't. I don't know. I don't even think this could really happen. But if he had it his way, he'd do this for a year. He'd try to sell as much Washington Football Team merchandise as he could, and then he'd come back in twenty twenty one and give them the exact same name they used to have. So, if he wasn't getting so much pressure, I know I it won't happen. But he, if he had it his way. Oh, if he had it, his, you know, if he had it his, Chris, if he had it his way, he would do what Kobe did forever. Kobe had uh, the number 24. Yeah, he was 24, and then he switched to 8. Or I think he was 8 went to 24. He was 8 right. went to 24, yeah. Regardless, at some point in his career, he wanted to rebrand himself, and I'm sure you remember when that was. Oh, yeah. Um. And he sold a bunch more jerseys. He didn't change teams. He just changed jerseys. Yeah, he changed the number, yeah. But it, so I correlate that to Daniel Snyder. Um, if he had it his way, maybe every five years, he'd change the name just so we can get a, a new influx of money. And fans will buy it. It's just, it would be just his way. Would he have to throw away a bunch of inventory? Yeah, but if he just... I gotta word this correctly because it is Daniel Snyder. He is somewhat of a smart businessman, and he would know how to manage his inventory. Oh, look! I don't like him. Neither one of us likes him. We've made that very clear. Yes. I don't have any respect for him. I think he's bottom of the barrel when it comes to being a human being. But I can't accuse him of being stupid. No. So. A lot of things I could say, but him being dumb is not one of them. So, I mean. But he'll, he'll get a new team next year. And you're right. Well, but you are right about one thing, though. He is going to try to sell as much as he can uh, merchandise for the Washington football team. Like, would it shock you if we pulled up a, a website right now and there was Washington football team merchandise available? Oh, I'd be shocked if there wasn't. I'm not going to because I, I I don't want to mess up the uh, the internet connection for the Zoom. But I imagine the feng shui that we have going on here with the it's it's flowing right now. It's working. So Audio is good, so it's not mess with I, it. I, right. All right. Final story. Oh. Antonio 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 Brown. I, let's let's be honest. We haven't talked about him in a while. No. I mean, it's not really anything negative. It's not like he did anything stupid. It's no. it's just you know, supposedly he was working with Deion Sanders a couple months ago. We talked about that. You can go back and listen and find that episode. I haven't heard much else about that. I thought that would be good for him. 
because if you had anybody who knew how to promote themselves and market themselves, turn themselves into a brand, but still maintain respectability and a positive outlook or a, a positive image, it's a guy like Dion. I thought it was perfect guy to work with him and help him. Don't hear much about that. And then Antonio comes out a few days ago and says, I'm retiring. I'm done. It's not worth the risk. Right. Okay. Then he comes out, says he wants answers. Today. A- today comes out and says he wants answers about if a team were to sign him, would he be able to play for them? Would he be suspended? It's been 11 months. The league hasn't given him any information. Can't blame him there. I'd want to know too. So I'm, I'm on, like, I'm kind of fighting on each side of the fence here. I get his point. He deserves to kind of know where he stands with the league and, and what would happen if he signed with the team. I get that. I mean, obviously he's getting some. He won't say that. He wouldn't say that if he wasn't getting some sort of information right. that he a team wants to sign him. Personally, if I'm a team, I don't sign. I don't give him any guaranteed money at all. No, I give him a fat zero for guaranteed money, which in turn you won't sign him because he's going to want guaranteed money. But I'm on the other side of the fence. It's like you are accused of this stuff, and it hasn't been filtered out through the courts. So, how do you really want the league to approach that? I mean, I'm kind of on the fence on this one. I don't really have – usually I have a stand. I don't really have a stance on this one because both sides are kind of right and both sides are kind of wrong on this one. Oh, yeah, look, I'm not, I'm not defending Antonio Brown. He's uh, – I think he needs help. I think he's a dude who took one too many hits. And I don't mean that in a funny way. I, I'm very serious no, when the, I say that. I, I, I'll send her back to the, the article I, I read about the Vontez perfect hit. Yeah, in the playoff game against the Bengals when he got he got a cheap shot, and he was really never the same after that. Talent-wise, he was, just as far as... Hey. I don't know if it's just a case of he just got to a certain point of, of being comfortable and just went nuts, or if something actually is going on upstairs that he needs help with. I don't know. Either way, I, I, I don't blame him for wanting an answer, but you're right. If the league isn't... Un- if the courts aren't able to be in session because of all this, you know, COVID stuff going on or whatever the reason may be, I can understand the league being like, well, we don't have any information from them. So how are we supposed to tell you our ruling if we can't get a ruling from them? But the league should know what they plan to do. They already know what they plan to do if he is convicted, which obviously not allow him to play, which is the right thing to do. Or not convicted, I'm, I guess, um... There are so many convoluted things. And I, I, I hate to be a conspiracy theorist, but the minute he signed with the Patriots, all of a sudden, all this crap came out about him. And the minute they released him, all this crap went away. He didn't stop doing crazy stuff, but it wasn't front-page news anymore. Right. So, I don't know. If he was abusive, if, if he was harassing people, obviously he needs to be punished for that. No question. I don't care who he plays for. But, I mean, the dude just... He needs to stop talking. Okay, Antonio, do you want to play football? Yes, okay. Then just focus on football stuff until you get signed. The league will tell you, if you have a contract in place, the league will tell you, well, 
we can't suspend you if you're not convicted. They can put him on a commissioner's exempt list, which, you know, he doesn't need a reason for that, as we've seen, being Patriots fans. But they can't suspend him for a crime he is not convicted of. They can only suspend him as a commissioner exempt list. I'd want an answer, too. But at the same point, like you said, it's kind of a tough situation. It's what do we do without knowing what the courts are going to do? And then Antonio wants to retire, but now he wants to know if he is given a contract, if he can play. Well, you wanted to retire yesterday, and now you want to know if you have a contract. Which is it? It's just more back and forth. If this was the first time Antonio Brown had done this kind of thing, people might be like, yeah, the guy deserves an answer. He's been doing this for the past year and a half now. I mean, People are sick of it. The helmet situation just... That was absurd. Absurd. I started it, and then it just... A hyperbolic chamber, getting the frostbite on his feet, and then the issues with Mike Mayock, and then he goes to New England, and the issues with all the allegations, and then he throws shade on. I think he throws shade on on Bob Kraft, not so much uh, Tom or Bill, but then he had to backtrack that because you know he didn't want to upset Robert Kraft because he's well-connected in the NFL world. And then he's just all the other stuff with his baby mama and the LA police department and all the other, it's just, it's one after another, after another. It's like enough. Just stop. Yeah. Get off, get off Twitter, get off Instagram. Just just be honest and forthright. If you have been great, be honest and forthright with the NFL. And if they don't want to, then you put it like literally if it was me, I'd ask the NFL for a in written response. What is going to happen? And if they don't want to say anything and they give me a written email, a email that says our stance is we don't have a stance right now. We need one more information. Then I would put that out. It's like, this is right, what the NFL right. is telling me. And I want an answer. It may blow up in your face because they may not want to talk to you anymore. But the reality of the situation is, is you can get more social media pressure, wrong or right. You can get more social media pressure if people are sympathetic to your cause. His cause being he wants to play. The problem with his cause is he has all these allegations against him. And nothing's been sussed out in the uh, judicial system, so it, it's it's kind of it's kind of up in the air for a reason because you can't figure anything out whether it's COVID or not COVID uh, related with the the judiciary system. It's yeah, that was just a guess. I don't know if that's it. That was a guess on I my part. I mean, I, I really don't know what the holdup is, but. Maybe it's just they can't get all the information. Maybe yeah. you know, it, it's there's a lot. It'd be a lot more simpler right now if if COVID nineteen wasn't going on. I I would <laughs> yeah, in a lot of ways be, yeah right <laughs> a lot of ways a lot of ways oh, I get that. But it'd be a lot more simpler if, if maybe we would have more of an answer right now. We don't know. It's just just stop. And we've said this before, haven't we? To tell oh, yeah. them just to stop. Yeah, just just stop, Antonio. Take a breath. Chill, man. Like, you got plenty of money. Just sit back I and have, relax and wait for someone to come to you. Somebody will I, want to sign you. I have no doubt that Deion Sanders probably told him the same thing. Absolutely. Like, like 
stop. Just stop. You know who needs to talk to him? Herm Edwards. Herm would be a good one. Yeah. Herm. No, nothing have nothing good happens after what was it two o'clock or what midnight? That's what he said. Uh, I think it's two. He yeah. No, a, no, nothing good happens after two a.m. Right, right. That's what he said at a rookie's. I think it was Chris. Chris Rock. Chris Rock said it too. You never go to the ATM for a good reason after three a.m. I don't. I don't know. I didn't hear that. I think that was Chris but, Rock. But but Herm Edwards, like that's if there's a guy to talk to him, that's the guy to talk to him. But uh, you well, know, what are you gonna do? Herm could Herm could convince a zebra to sell him his stripes. So that's 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 a good dude to talk to if you need to get your head straight. That's for sure. He knows what he's doing. Probably, uh, I have no doubt about that, uh, but hopefully, hopefully, AB gets an answer at some point in the near future. But personally, I don't think it looks good for him. No, and it's 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 sad, but it's his own doing. Also, it it's is. not it's not you know nobody. Yeah, teams are kind of shying away from him now because of his own actions. So you, it's unfortunate which... because he is one of the very talented receivers of this generation, but at the same point become too much of a headache off the field doesn't matter how good you are on the field look this season could have been this past season could have been totally different for the patriots had ab played the entire season oh yeah with tom yeah. it would have been so different but you never knew what he was gonna when that was that incident was gonna happen and funny enough it happens three right days after, after he signed yeah it's like oh. come on man you can't so I don't know. I don't know what to tell we you. We will man. see. As always with Antonio Brown, it will be interesting. Got anything else? No, I think we've checked all the boxes off tonight. All right. Well, as always, we would love to hear any of your thoughts or opinions on any of our topics. And Ben, where can they get in touch with us? Uh, they can hit us up on Twitter at BCTS Pod. They can hit us up on Facebook. Ben and Chris talk sports. Also. Our website, which is what, Chris? BCTSPod.com. BCTSPod.com. And if, look, if Antonio Brown leaves Twitter and y'all are looking for somewhere to go and hang out, you know, and come follow us. Oh, yeah. We promise to not be as crazy as him most of the time. But I mean, I'll have my crazy conspiracy theories, which, by the way, um, I'm still working on that. You do that. That'll be a fun episode. All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening. As always, we ask you, if you enjoy the podcast, please just tell a friend, share it with somebody, spread the word. Word of mouth is still one of the top ways to advertise, and we'd appreciate your help with that. For Ben, I am Chris. Please stay safe, stay healthy, and we will see you right back here Tuesday morning. Thank you.